Hey guys, welcome back to the Bench with the Reserve Team podcast. As you can see, everyone's in attendance today. We're looking forward to this episode, episode 22. Um, can't thank you enough for joining us, and I think we've got a good one in store as always. Sit back. this podcast something a little new for us this podcast is actually going to be presented by Ultima it's our uh, our newest sponsor for this episode um, Ultima is um, is a replenisher um, it's a good substitute for you know the sugary drinks such as Gatorade and other items like that um, it's a product that three of us have grown to love and we think it's a pretty um, it's a healthier alternative to you know soda and Gatorade and other stuff like that so uh, the first ever episode presented by Ultima so we'll just hop right in right now Yep. Um, we, shout out Ultima. Prim, yeah, shout out Ultima up. Ultima. Oh, yeah. Um, so week two of the prim has come and gone. Um, I think I speak for all of us when we, our teams left something to be desired this week. Um, but we'll go ahead and we'll start with the team that is out of the three of ours that is, that has the most points and is up there on the table. We'll go with Max. Um, and, and we'll start with Man United here. Yeah. So, um, if I could describe the game, I'd just say disappointing. You know, Southampton away. We're kind of we're we're an away team. Southampton, you know, losing Vesta Garden Ings. They're much weaker side than they were last year. And then they go up to a what was a defensive mess. In all honesty, terrible clearance. Bruno gets fouled, and what's he do instead of gets up in defense, starts complaining to the ref, and then they get a shot off, deflects it off Fred back of the net but luckily we bounced back in the second half <clears throat> great goal great work from Bruno and Pogba showing why they're world-class again and Pogba too with another assist and then Greenwood bags another one so that's big time for him and big time for us because I've been rooting for him since day one and besides that not much happened besides that game ends 1-1 so yeah just disappointing overall expected three points there expected us to really like after that after we we scored to really just hammer it in like two one three one but just nothing so yeah left disappointed yeah i i definitely thought looking from southampton's perspective like once that once the one went in i thought the floodgates were going to open and, and that was right. kind of it but you know sometimes it's better to be lucky than good and i think a little bit of luck went their way and and they were able to pull out a point there also, yeah. I think that with fans being back in the stadiums, I think that still just plays a huge, huge role. Like, I honestly, on, like, I think the predictor app, I think I said, like, 2-0 United, honestly. I didn't expect them, Southampton, to even score. But, yeah, I mean, it was a fair – I think it was a fair point, probably. And probably Southampton's probably happier with it just to get yeah. out of there with the point with, with, with what's going to be a top four side this season. So, And, and I, didn't touch, <clears throat> I didn't touch much on this about um, his debut – last episode but Sancho got in again a little earlier this time he like he's showing good signs but like he's it's like not too much to like really get me excited about him yet just yet like I, I I'm sure he's gonna you know step Max, Max isn't gonna be excited by Sancho you heard no 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 but he, he'll he'll get he'll get into his rhythm and he's gonna be one of our um, one of our more, more dynamic players plus I really hope Veron starts this next game. So, yeah, but yeah, I heard, disappointing. I heard he's set to make his debut or something like that. So, I think yeah. 
even his presence, like while they weren't challenged too much in the back, just his presence there can can solve a lot of issues. I think just a ton of issues, dude. Yeah, a ton of issues. I can't wait for him to start. Him, I just him and Sancho just to be in that starting eleven. I can't wait. <laughs> It'll be crazy. All right, so, so uh, we'll move on to um, Big Al Gunners over there. Yeah. Um, once again, not the result you were hoping for. Um, no, not at all. But. Not to pat myself on the back, but I did predict the score correctly. Um, so that's one point me. Did you say GGU? No. Definitely um, yeah. <laughs> um, You could tell in, like, the first 10 minutes that Tierney was getting sucked out a lot out of his left-back position. And I don't know whether it was um, Arteta's decision not to have Sokka track, because, I mean, Sokka used to be left-back and, and still easily can play that, and he tracked back, so he knows how to defend. But – Tierney was just getting – he was pulling in too much, like almost playing center back and covering whoever was there for the most part. I don't know if it was Jacques not coming back as well, and that just left Reese James having the time of his life out there. And Lukaku, of course, had to open up the scoring first. I think it's his first ever goal for Chelsea. Like, I could be wrong. I Like, I actually believe – like, I saw something like that might be his first ever goal for the club. Like, obviously in the prem. And – you know, his great hold-up play, dude. He made Pablo Mori look like a – oh, my God. Like a child out there. Pablo Mori was getting thrown around out there. Bullied. Absolutely bullied. And then it was a good goal by Chelsea to open it up. And I just think – I get so frustrated by us sometimes just because it's – there was one time where Saka, like, did a, just a bad move on Espilicueta, and Espilicueta easily took the ball away from him. But I feel like what it looked up like, I think it was Smith roll on the other side. We could have passed it to you. And that's when I literally, like, we were watching it at uh, our friends, and I literally, like, threw a cup. I was like, dude, like, that, I just get so frustrated by, like, we make life so hard for us, and we make, like, just terrible decisions. But someone who, once again, stood out to me, I think Sambi in the middle, Lukanga, the new guy, he's actually, like, a really joy to watch. He pings the ball really well, very calm on the ball. Um, and then once again, I, we didn't change anything tactically. It goes out wide to Reese James and he has a great strike. Nothing Leno could do about it. To be fair, Leno was probably one of our, if not the best player, made some great saves on Lukaku, especially when they hit either, was it the crossbar or the pose? I think the no, he, he blocked and hit the crossbar. crossbar? Yeah. No, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, we didn't really have too many opportunities. We did look threatening for a little bit in the second half, but it wasn't like – like Sam even texted me, he's like, oh, I'm getting nervous. And I was like, why? Like, I just – even <laughs> like Aubameyang coming on. And I love Martinelli, but he just seems like he just runs around a lot. And I'm just like, I don't know if you're better at wider at striker. I just think – I was watching another podcast, so sorry, I can't take credit for the, the reserve team, but – I think we're just not playing to our strengths with what we have at the moment. And sure, we are missing a lot of players, like parties out. Ben White's got COVID. Lacazette, oh, Aubameyang. Like, we are missing some key players. Honestly, like, with how the season's going, like, Brentford, it's kind of like – I don't want to say scripted in a sense. Like, like it's it was good to see Brentford win, and that's coming from an Arsenal fan, I guess. Like, it, it was nice for them, like, uh, what's the word to say? Like, it was like picture perfect for them, you know? First game of the season, first game in 70 years. Okay, then we have Chelsea. Chelsea are going to win one Champions League. We're going to lose. We're going to lose on Saturday morning, okay? <laughs> and I always predict this to win. So I'm 
I'm gonna predict a one-one draw. <laughs> um, I honestly think like after those three results, like uh, first game against Norwich at home or whatever for home or away, I'm not sure at the moment. That could be like a literally like when our season starts. I mean, what do you, what did you guys think then? Well, I, I uh, reached out to the to the uh, research team for the reserve team podcast, and it is Lukaku's third goal for Chelsea. Oh, was it his first in the Prem, though? Could I be wrong or right on that? That I do not know. It just gives me his general. I mean, either way, it's one of his first goals for Chelsea. And God, dude, I can't think about that first goal without Pablo Mori just getting blown from start to finish. Like he I don't even know if like I texted in our group. I was like, what the is Mari doing? He just fell. The the, uh, research team says it is his third Premier League goal. Okay, so I mean, whatever. I was wrong, but still was his first. Yeah, still a small number. Of course, and of course, uh, he has to score his first one, like comeback. You know, against us, it was like scripted once again, picture perfect. But yeah, what did I guess? What did you guys think? Max and I were watching it. Matthew, what did you think? Um, like I like you kind of said, like scripted. I think it went about exactly how I had it in my head. Like I didn't think there were too many surprises. Um. Just Chelsea looked looked like a like a very good side, yeah. and and Arsenal looked like you know middle table, Arsenal. and yeah, they looked like Arsenal, and and Chelsea looked like Chelsea. And what really stood out for me though is who Chelsea still had on their bench. Like they played that well, and they still have a bench full of like Conte comes in off the bench in the seventy. When I saw that, I was like, I forgot about him. Right, right. and like, how do you forget about him? Like, yeah. like that's just crazy. So yeah, I. Don't- even in the first like ten minutes, like I was kind of like I was like, "Yo, we're actually like kind of playing well," or was it? Did Lukaku score in the first ten, or maybe it was like the first five? Whatever it was before the goal, I was like, "Oh, we're actually like not playing that bad at the moment," and like I felt like we had somewhat momentum. Like we were, I think we were pinging it out why we were doing some decent things. It was just like tactically, like tyranny was getting caught out so much. It's- I don't know if that was his fault, Arteta's, Saka's, Jaka not come covering as well. Like I don't know. It's got to slowly fall back on Arteta, right? Like, it's he's been doing the same crap over and over again. And it's like, it's not getting fixed. Like, yeah, like, <clears throat> you know you know who Chelsea is. You know they have a heavy, strong back line, and they're going to counter the crap out of you, especially now with Lukaku. He's going to hold up play. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, like and it's just, I don't, I don't think Arteta, like, does anything to, like, to like counter it, you know what I mean? Like, I think he still like sticks to his, yeah, yeah, adjustments, yeah. I think he just sticks to what he wants to do regardless of who he plays, which is like, Mm -hmm. it's like a ballsy way to go in the prem. And like, if it works, it works, but like- It's like, it's it's almost like, I feel like Liverpool's kind of in that sense, but Liverpool are so good at what they do. They they can do that over the years though. Arsenal Football Club, we cannot do what we want to do with the players. You don't have the players. Yeah, I was going to say, there's no depth in that squad to make Arteta's plans like actually happen. This was the same thing that we kind of talked about in the Euros when England rolled out with a different formation against Germany right. to counteract their thing. And I and I was on the side of England's good enough to dictate the, the style of play and stuff like that. And um, obviously, I mean, it worked for England. So like it's a very similar conversation we're having. Like if you're good enough, if you're Liverpool and you can dictate the way you want to play and you're good enough to say we're playing this way no matter what, like all power to you. But if you're not a good as good of a side, then, you know, you're going to have to make adjustments. And I think, you know, kind of maybe even segueing into the next game, a lot of times I, I was watching the, the Leicester-West Ham game 
and West Ham fans get mad that West Ham doesn't play the, the, the flashy style of football where they possess mm-hmm. and they, you know, they play like a Liverpool or they play like a, a Man City, but they counter and they, and they win games. And so, and they're able to kind of, you know, take away the strengths of other people and they play to their strengths and it may not look the best, but it's, it's functional and it gets, it gets points. I was going to say, don't, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you said it perfectly, I think. I should, Arteta is just so out of his league, bro, with Arsenal. <laughs> like, he, he, Alex, when does he get sacked? I think, so we play West Brom. Uh, this if, if, probably, I swear, if, if Arsenal can't Brom, get a dope, if they can't win tomorrow, dude, I'm serious. Throw I in think, the towel. I think fans, honestly, in all fairness to him, I guess, would be that Norwich game. Like, if we do not beat Norwich, no draw. No, we yeah, have it's got to be, be three points or nothing. It has to be like because like Carabao Cup, it could be just a youth team, which I mean at the moment it's a youth team, dang near. Do you and think then, need confidence though? Like, any, you don't. Have <laughs> <laughs> I hope they roll out with like a good like our youth is good, but we don't have like the Premier League like you know experience like Foden's and yeah, like I mean soccer. I, what well, soccer—that's different talk. That's different talk is but, your star player. <laughs> yeah, like I shouldn't be relying on a twenty-year-old right now at the moment, and that's just how Arsenal is. In the in the early like nineteen sixties, I believe there was a a major league baseball team that did this promotion where they um, allowed the fans to manage the the team for a day. So like they had like certain signs that said like what pitch the pitcher should throw. And so like oh, whatever really? the manager like looked up and saw in the stands. You would do it. Like at this point, like Arsenal might as well do that. Like, Dude, like I, they just you're... vote for whoever's going to be the starting lineup. Like, I, know, so we were talking, no, I was just going to, I was going to uh, say we were, when Alex and I got home from um, Indy this weekend and we started talking to my, my parents about the game, well, more my dad, but started talking to my dad about the game and, you know, he was coming at Arsenal and all this. And I looked up, our mom and we go, mom, you could probably do a better job than what Arteta's doing right now. <laughs> like, seriously, yeah. I think it's just. I, <laughs> I wanted him because everyone was like, I think everybody also changed, which is uh, like their views on him. Cause like, Oh, he should do like, he could do well. Like, you know, Pep's assistant. And now that everyone's like coming out. Oh, he had no experience, blah, blah. I'm like, well, like, we were saying something different at the start. I feel like, which I don't think is fair to him. But then again, we lose to Burnley at home and people and everything. So. Yeah, uh, I'm. I've been Arteta out for a while, <laughs> and that'll end our segment of Arsenal Fan TV. Um, <laughs> thank well, you for watching hope, your TV, everyone. I hope, I hope if he stays, I hope he proves me wrong. And on to the Leicester game. Just saying, Matthew. Yeah, let's not yeah. not the result um, the Foxes wanted, huh? Before we start, before we'll... we start, before we start, was it a red card? So I personally don't I think, think it was. So. I don't. I think it was. Only in – I'm not justifying the tackle at all. It was a terrible tackle, definitely deserved a card, but I think the fact that he was stumbling, oh. got bumped from behind. And even in the post game, the dude who – I don't remember his name – who got fouled, he was like, listen, I saw no. the play. He got bumped. Like, I have no hard feelings. Like, a lot of times if a red – a straight red, like, you're going to have hard feelings, right? Like, if, if 95% of the time, if one of you went into a tackle with me and you got a red card, I would be mad at you. The dude right. after the game was like, I, I don't even blame him. Like, and, like, when it happened, the ref just, like, kind of turned. Like, everybody just continued play. Like, he didn't blow his whistle. Like, initially, it was just the guy screaming. And I think, like, there was another West Ham player who was, like, right there who was screaming. at. I think it was Presswell or something was screaming as well. But, like, 
I think we just seen that fell too many times in the prem where I just kind of knew, like, I was like, that's going to be a red. But yeah, bad tackle, just unfortunate. And I, I just don't think, I don't think it was because he didn't, it wasn't intentional and he couldn't really help it. Like, yeah, he was going for the ball, but like, and he, he obviously got his ankle, yeah. not a good tackle. He did I, hit him hard. Like it was, yeah. a, he got it. Yep. I, I don't want I don't want to come off as as oh that should that was fair play yeah, just because he got bumped no but I don't, a card yeah that was, it's clean <laughs> play on yeah. oh well yeah well, then what happened Matthew um, no, what happened <laughs> yeah uh, th- things went a little downhill from there um it was kind of brutal to be honest is the first time in a long time that I've just been like you know just the boys looked lost the lads. Mm. They, they go down they go down 2-0 you know down a man then what what makes it worse honestly is that Yuri Tielemans finds a way to net one and I texted you guys and I was like oh don't count out the boys like if you're, if you're gonna be down 10 men like Jamie Vardy's the guy you want because he's Cause you're, cause, yeah. and you're just gonna kick it over the line and he's yep. gonna change and exact and, and like Lester's good at that like I was like all right bet we could get a draw you know a little momentum and then uh yeah it just yeah and then Antonio. Antonio. Had enough of this. He had a special day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He had a special day. Yeah, good for him. On a, on a real note, though, I'm really happy for him. I think a lot of people have doubted him. He's had trouble with injuries in the past, and he's looking like looking like a stud. Honestly, he's good. He he did well for my fantasy as well. So, GG to him. Hey, your boy so Yonchu with a little um, uh, yeah error. Yeah, that that hurts. He didn't even. I was like, dude, look up. He didn't. I think. Yeah, I don't. It was just bad. Yeah, totally all around. Just and just, it's just little things like that where a Johnny Evans or a Vestigard, like he's not going to be on the ball there, but maybe his presence is like, you know, he's he's up and he's like, hey, don't you know, like he's talking to him or something like that, where a little more um, maturity on the field would help. Like, and I think I think that's what Lester's missing. Like, Bertrand hasn't played. You know, he's a vet. Johnny Evans. Um, yeah, so there's just – there's still a depleted back line. Castagna hasn't played at all. James Justin hasn't played. So, like, there's still some patchwork doing in the back right now. And so I think, like, I just hope that once you shore up that back line, everything forward will just kind of work itself out. Yeah, and then when you guys scored, you guys put on a, the new signing, DACA. And yeah. then, I mean, hey, I mean, more credit to Rodgers. He tried to go for it, but – just ended up costing him. Well, I think it was two one then, right? Because then, yeah, then yeah, Antonio got his two. But like, I mean, what else are you gonna do? You, you mean you're already? Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, points anyway. You might as yeah. well go for it. Might as well send it. No, Especially because Doc is really fast. Yeah. So <laughs> might as I wanna, well. I want to see how they roll out this next game without Iozzi. Like, I don't know. Like, I could see them maybe trying to run a three back with with like two forwards. Like they did that a little bit last year with Iniacho and Vardy, or maybe it's. Pats and Daka and Vardy, like that's a lot of pace up top. That's a FIFA squad right there. It is a FIFA squad, honestly. So uh, uh, that's that's what I'm most interested to see about this next week, and and hopefully get things Did back. But Norway. Oh, okay. Is it, okay, so dub. <laughs> so hopefully, Norwich. Oh. So hopefully get things back on the right foot. Maybe test some test some things out. Score some goals. That'd be nice. Is it is it home? Um, that I do not know. I could say either I could way. honestly either way. Home, need, I could need, see need I could three see, points. Yeah, I could see like a safe, like comfortable two three zero dub, honestly, especially after losing four one. Yeah. 
Yeah, they'll bounce back. Especially if you're home. They go West Ham, though. The research team is says that it's away. It's at Norwich. Yeah. One zero one for Leicester. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Three points, baby. No. No. All right. Yeah. So now that we've uh, all aired our sorrows of week two, it's a tough weekend for the reserve team. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move into some non EPL news. Um, I think. You know, the big thing, you know, I screenshot the notification when it came across and it's you guys right away. And mm-hmm. Alex had already seen it on Twitter. Um, Mbappe, uh, Real Madrid put in a massive bid. Um, 180, 188, something like that. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's crazy. It's his dream to play Madrid, and he's still so young. He, but it seems like Madrid literally wants him now. So... They he's so apparently he's already rejected three, three PSG, long, like extension yeah. contract extensions. So like, like if he's not if he hasn't made it clear before like <laughs> like and I think the I think uh, Fabrizio tweeted he wants out this summer or the next next summer. And I like, think if he's got a brain, play with Messi this summer yeah. and then leave next summer. <laughs> like, and they already started Ligue 1 and he's scoring goals already. Yeah, he like is. why do you need like you've already won so many things at a young age. All you need is the Champions League, and you could, and he's good. Does then you can go and on venture off? I feel like it's probably safe to say he'll probably win Ballon d'Or too in the future at some point. It's, like, yeah, it, it's almost like the whole Neymar thing where Neymar left for PSG. I don't think Mbappe wants to be. Uh, honestly, he's like number two or three. Maybe you can make it. I mean, probably three. Honestly, let's be real. It depends on how you look at it because we all know who one is now, <laughs> but. Right. It's just like, does he really want to be that third man if he is considered? But I would gladly be that third man. <laughs> but I don't know. It's do you guys do you guys think he's that much? Do you think it's a reasonable bid? That's what I was thinking too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think it's one hundred percent worth it, especially if yeah. you're gonna get him at a young age and he wants to play there. Like you're gonna yeah. have him for life, probably, right? Do you, do you think? Do you think we could see a bit of two hundred mil or more? I think this. I thought they said this. This was going to be the hot. Their oh, was it? Okay. I was going to say. I'll end next summer. I was going to say. I would pay everything for both of them. Yeah. Might as well back up the Brinks truck, baby. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, that that's yeah crazy. But Benzema and Mbappe up top. That'd be dirty. I guess we just. And the way and the way Vinicius has been playing these past few games for Madrid, I think he's got like three goals in two games or something like that. Guess, yeah, so. I guess we've, I guess we saw it at the Euros <laughs> with those two, but I guess we'll see. I, I actually have no idea what's gonna happen. I hope he stays. But yeah, I, I just like I understand it's his dream, but he's still so young. Like, just go next summer. Just win. Just win now. Yeah. Go next summer. I, I think. Know, I know you don't want to play second fiddle, but you're playing second fiddle to the greatest of all time. Like, yeah, true, true. Bold prediction. Bold prediction. He's leaving. Oh, oh. right here. Bold prediction. He's gonna leave. I bet he leaves this summer. Baker bets. Baker. <laughs> yeah, Baker bet right here. 188 mil, bro. Is too much to turn down. There's, they will win. They late like obviously, they'll win Champions. Like, their chances of winning Champions League with Mbappe is skyrocketed, right? But like even without him, let's be real. Look at the squad. They should still win Champions League without Mbappe. Like, I don't know. But I literally wonder if it, it literally just has to come down to him. Because I was going to say, it's all personal, though, whatever he wants. 
Because the board, I'm pretty sure, have said like he's not leaving this. Yeah, summer. they don't want him to leave. It's it's literally if he wants to leave or not this summer or next. Yeah, so just stay. He could. We could. Right here. He's leaving. He's he gone. I was gonna say we could see a thing where he. I'm pretty sure when he signed for PSG, he finished that season out for Monaco and then joined him. We could see maybe that where he wants to. Maybe yeah. he's like agrees to it or personal terms or whatever. Whatever it is, yeah. and he joins Real Madrid next year. But I don't know. Never know. Never know. This could be the tra- craziest transfer market, which yeah. kind of brings us to our next uh, uh, transfer news, right? Max, you kick it off. You're the United fan. Yeah. So apparently, I'm not gonna jump the gun too soon, right? I'm not gonna call him a snake. Or yeah, Max never does that. Yeah. Max right. Never yeah. Jumps the gun. Yeah. Uh, Max Baker, come on. Uh, but Ronaldo is apparently interested in joining. Man City, which to me makes zero sense for him as he's a United legend. Um, he's already came out and said like in a previous video, like, I, like it doesn't matter to me the money. It's about the passion. I don't, like, don't want to join City. If I wanted money, I'd go to Qatar. So like hope, hopefully he holds true, true, uh, true to that. And because I think <clears throat> the whole Juve situation is weird. I don't think he wants to stay. I it like Juve have come out and said, "Oh, Ronaldo's staying this summer." I, like I feel like if a bid comes in for them, though, for him though, like they're gonna be like, "All right, you can." You can and play. I think an interesting thing with it too is City have so many players that they're not playing or like play, they want to like give like uh, move on to the next club transfer. Like they could throw like Silva, Jesus, Laporte. Like they could throw in someone like that in it. I all just three of, all I, three of which who have who have expressed interest in wanting to leave before. So I just couldn't. I I cannot see Ronaldo doing that to Man United. Like he better not, bro. Organization like everybody involved, fans, board, players, past, current. Like I think he cannot do this. Can you imagine <laughs> Pep, Pep getting uh, to uh, manage Messi and then also getting to manage Ronaldo, bro? Like yeah, Ronaldo's like getting a little old and stuff but like he's still right it's a Ronaldo so like you can't I, I don't I really want to know how like like what like Roy Keane and like Gary Neville like 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 United Legends think about uh that transfer I don't know if they've come out and said anything yet but since it's so Only new time will tell yeah Twitter would Twitter would any explode. any predictions any predictions I I gave I said mine about Mbappe any for you guys what do you think he stays I, he going I think he or it, does he go just not to city I think, I think he stays. I think he's stays. stuck. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't. I think he might want out, but I think he's stuck. If that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he didn't even start this past game for him. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Just a just a weird like sticky situation for him. I I would I want to see that for like thirty seconds just because I want to see Twitter explode. But then after right. that, like, I don't want it to happen. If that makes sense. Yeah. I. I like yeah. we need some fake news to spread so I can see the reactions. And then right. not be real. And it's, that's what I thought it was initially. And I texted um our other uh, I texted Max and Drake because Drake said something and I said, I'm literally I don't believe anything until I see Fabrizio tweet about it. Yeah. And then Fabrizio and I go, You probably can't. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, and then he came out with something. Yeah. But yeah, we'll see. We will see. Yeah. So uh, let's let's continue on with the podcast. We're gonna go into our uh, first week three match of the week. Um, I think we'll go with another Chelsea match. 
Um, we'll, we'll spare Alex the uh, focal point, and we'll go Chelsea-Liverpool this week. Oh, um, yeah. That's the 12 game. Yeah. Yep. So uh, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll highlight that one for this week. We'll pick that as our match of the week. Um, I'm excited to watch this one. Oh, it's, yeah. Absolutely. It's going to be fantastic. Mm-hmm. What, yeah. what are you saying, Matthew? Yeah. Kick it off. Like, yeah. Oh. Kick, what, what predictions. What are you it's saying? At, it's at Stanford Bridge, I think. No? Yeah. Yeah. It's at, it's at matter. 2 2. I think you'd be high. Were you really going to say 2 2? I was actually going to say 2 2 2. 2 2 2. 2 2 2 2. I think we could see, like, I, I think we're going to see goals, yeah. and I don't think we're going to see either team win. That was just yep, – That's exactly my thought. So Yeah. yeah I, just, I think it's going to be 2-2 draw. I don't, I honestly don't see Liverpool winning just away. I mean, but I think with – this is Lukaku's first game back. It's going to be back, back home. Bull crap. <laughs> I think – I think – God, I kind of want to go bold here. I think Chelsea could go win bold. like – I think Chelsea could win like 3-1. All right. Verge won't let it happen. See, that's why I, I, I was going to say 3 1, but I was either going to say 2 2 tie or Chelsea win like 1 0, 2 0, or something like something. Just Chelsea win. But I'm going to say 2 2 tie. All right. 2 2, 2 2, 3 1. All right. I'm with it. And then, I mean, after after I wake up and see Arsenal wipe uh, City at the, at the end, I'm going to be hyped. So. <laughs> What do you guys, real quick, what do you think for that game? 3 0 City. No, 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 no. I'm going to say 4 0 City. I was going to say 4 0. 4 0 City. Yeah, 4 0 City. 1 0 Arsenal. Alex. I changed my 1 1. Could you see a 4 1? Alex. Could you see him scoring? Yeah. I don't know. Do they get Look at me. Alex, look at me. Who is scoring the goals on your team? Abumyang's back. We'll get a pen. Baka, Leno, Leno header. 90th minute comes up. <laughs> it's like an Arteta's Art- 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 gonna check himself in. Pablo Mori at this point. <laughs> Pablo Mori. Pablo Mori redeems himself. Yeah. All right. So there you've heard our predictions. Um, we're gonna mm-hmm. end this episode with a very new segment. Um, we're gonna end with our Ultima Toast of the Week. So this is gonna go out to um. This week is going to go out to a player that we think um, deserved it and, and kind of stood out this week. So I'll let uh, Big Al explain our ultimate toast of the week. Uh, our ultimate toast of the week. This is going to go to uh, Romelu Lukaku for um, getting his first goal back. It's coming from Inner. Uh, he was probably – was he probably the man of the match? Yeah. But I think you could just tell him it so much to him as he's shushing the Emirates. And uh, I think he fully deserves it as he was brilliant against us. So I would give it to him. There you go. There's our ultimate toast of the week. Cheers to Romelu. Big, big round, baby. Hey, guys, thanks for listening to this episode. We really hope you enjoyed it. We had a great time making it. Might be one of our best ones yet. I don't know. You tell us. Don't forget to like, subscribe, comment down below. Don't forget this episode is sponsored by Ultima. Go out get some Ultima Punisher today. Right now, up the reserve team, baby. Up the reserve. Up the reserve team. <laughs>